Welcome to the Humble Food Podcast with your hosts, Lila Eisenberg and Grace Kane. And today, joining us on our podcast, we have Gilchrist, who is from the famous Humble Political Podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. All right, so um, we're just going to start by talking a little bit about uh, the reasons we started the podcast and kind of what's going to be, what we're going to be talking about in future episodes on our show. So essentially, we were inspired by a bunch of other podcasters, and we thought it was going to be so fun to make a podcast ourselves, and we decided that our topic was going to be food. Um, You know, we really just have a passion for food, and we, um, we just like talking about it. Um, I think most of the show is going to be us uh, talking about different types of food that we like, different um, debates between different foods, uh, and hopefully it'll be a fun time. We'll also have segments on what are some of the best local restaurants around town or restaurants that we really enjoy. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun part of our podcast just because uh, we all really like um, Boston's, you know, known for its good food, so hopefully we'll be able to give everyone some good suggestions on where to go to eat. So that brings us into our first segment, which is going to be the restaurant of the day. Um, Um, So we're hoping to continue this segment throughout our podcast. Um, Would you like to introduce our restaurant? Okay, so the restaurant we have chosen for this segment is Zinnikin's Belgium Waffles, which is a restaurant that we found in Harvard Square. It's a new one, and we hadn't heard about it, and it basically lets you pick your own waffle and choose the toppings. You get to choose from... A liege waffle, which is super soft and crispy, and then also a Brussels waffle, which is also, like, a little bit lighter. Yeah, so the liege waffle is a little bit more of, like, the the newer, newer one. It's soft and chewy, made from, like, a different kind of dough. Um, but the Brussels waffle is the kind of, like, classic waffle that you would be making at your house, so it's light and crispy. It's more well-known. And essentially what the restaurant is... It's, it's like a frozen yogurt restaurant where you get to choose your different toppings, um, but it's instead replacing the frozen yogurt with the waffles. And um, so we originally decided to go to this restaurant because we thought it was kind of a fun idea to be able to choose your own toppings um, and kind of uh, make your own waffle. Um, so yeah. Some of the things you can put on your waffles, or one, the waffle that I had was strawberries and glamour, which is super good. It was strawberries and Nutella, which is quite possibly one of the best combinations that there is and there's other combinations like bananas and nutella or whipped cream it's really good yeah so i had the same thing actually and it was quite delicious um i had the brussels waffle which is the light and crispy one it was probably the best waffle i've had in my entire life um but yeah i think uh other than the strawberries you can also like grace was saying you can get like a whole bunch of different berries, so you can get strawberry, raspberry, uh, blueberry, um, blackberry, and so there's just a whole bunch of different options, um, so really whatever you want to put on your waffle, you can. Overall, I think I would personally rank this restaurant an 8 out of 10, 10 being the best, and this is just because you can't choose like which combinations of say, berries that you can get together. There's set combinations that you have to get. For example, you have to get if you choose the berries insanity, you have to get strawberries, blueberries, and raspberries. And I would much, I would prefer if you could choose a different variety of berries or a different variety of chocolates and things like that. That's an interesting point. I think, um, you know, realistically, if you really didn't want the raspberries on your 
waffle, you could tell them that you didn't want the raspberries. But um, I would also probably rate it pretty high. I think probably a 9 out of 10, honestly. Um, they were some pretty good waffles. Um, but I just, it's it was a cafe just for waffles, and I would have liked some more variety of food. Um, I don't know. People's opinion might vary on that, but... Yeah, and actually, just hearing you guys talk about this, I think it's Zenikens, which yes. Zenikens is found at Harvard Square. Just a quick question here. What's the setting here? Like, if, all right, if I wanted to go out for brunch, would this be like, is this like a after-dinner spot, or is it a brunch spot? Is it a breakfast spot? What was, in your in your perspective, what's the, um, this like, is, what's the occasion for this? This is definitely a breakfast or a brunch place. It's not really a dessert place. It's For me, I think it was something that you would definitely have for breakfast, and it was a great meal to have in the morning. And the location of Zinnikin's is, it's super quaint, and it's very tight inside, so it's not something you can stay for very long because a lot of people can congregate and it gets pretty crowded in there. Yeah, so it's a really um it's a really small place and super informal. So you couldn't bring like a large crowd to like your family or something to dine there. You just it's um an informal like brunch setting. It's not like a diner or anything like that. Um but it's in it's in right near Harvard Square. So if you wanted to go somewhere after, you definitely could do that. It's in a very convenient location. So it's not like a main event kind of thing. It's like Oh, you're going to Harvard Square, and then you stop by, or, like, you go... So would you go here for, like, a main breakfast, or...? I would go here for a main breakfast, so because the size of the food that they give you is pretty large and substantial, but it's not somewhere where you could just, like, have a family outing, you know? Yeah, with it's it. not, like, like a two-hour affair. Yeah, right. exactly. All right, that's fair. Sounds interesting. I've actually... I think I... I consider myself to be, like, a, to be pretty, like, well-versed with Harvard Square or this area, but... Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Zenikens, Belgian waffles. That sounds very interesting. And just seeing you guys talk about it, it seems like they have plenty of options in terms of bagels at the, in terms of, yeah, waffles that they offer. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's also in a location that I feel like is a little bit harder to get to. So, and because it's above, it's kind of in a two story building. So you have to yeah. get, you have to go up some stairs to get there. And it's, I feel like we should bring, we should show that it's a really good place because I don't think a lot of people would know about it. It's kind of like tucked away, um, not super in the center of Harvard Square where everything's going on, where all the students are, but if you walk just a little bit outside, probably like five minutes, you'll be there. And it's just really nice. You just go, it, like inside, it's just really, um, it's not what you would expect from where the location is. Okay, so um, that in concludes our segment, um, Restaurant of the Day. So now we're going to be moving on to our next segment, which is um, talking about caffeine and kind of the significance of caffeine in today's society, and then also moving on to the debate between the two most popular caffeinated drinks, which is coffee and tea. So coffee and tea, or caffeine in general, is extremely important in our society, and you can see throughout the high school how many kids are carrying their huge cups of coffee to school and feeling like they need a caffeinated beverage to stay awake during the day, mostly because a lot of times students spend a long time studying or other things staying up late, and so when they come to school early in the morning, they feel like they need something else to keep them awake and stuff like that. No. Hot take here. What do you guys what do you guys prefer? Do you prefer coffee over tea or both or which one and why do you prefer one over the other? So personally I prefer coffee because when I'm studying at 
at night. It helps me wake up to study even longer, which I know is not always the best thing, but I need to cram in those hours of studying. But also tea, it just takes too long. It's a slow and gradual way to get the caffeine into your system. So it takes a longer, way longer for me personally for the caffeine to feel like it has any effect on me when I'm drinking it. And coffee, it allows me to wake up much quicker. Yeah, I think that's a good point to bring up. I I personally am also a coffee drinker, but I think generally in society, tea is considered um, a drink for relaxation in general, um, which is why friends usually use it to like unwind from a long day, usually in the evenings. And I think coffee is more of something that people use to um, uh, become more alert um, and focus, for example, if they need to study or if they have a big exam, you know, something like that. It's more associated with the work world and kind of how um, to kind of make yourself more awake. On the other hand, even though I just said that I like coffee, tea sometimes it can be used as kind of relaxing. So if you're having a tough day, it can be used to de-stress a little bit at the end of the day, which is really helpful. I mean, personally, I think I've been always, I've been a tea person for like since I was like three. I think like growing up culturally, tea was what we had. Um, I I grew up in Kenya, so that was like we we got that off uh, the the British. So like tea was all we had. I never had coffee. I've still never had coffee up to this day. But I I I'm I'm, I'm I want you guys to enlighten me. Why should I be? Why should I make? Why should I make the switch over to coffee? Like. I don't think, when I think of coffee, I don't think that anything, I don't think of anything that coffee has to offer that tea doesn't. And first of all, coffee provides awful breath. It's, it's, it's a very pungent sting, sting that comes from coffee. I can't handle it. Anytime I walk by someone and smell their coffee breath, I'm just like, oh, no, no. But you know what, tea? You don't get that. There's so many varieties of tea. You could get cream in your tea. You could get milk in your tea. You could get green tea, peppermint. There's so many varieties of tea. So why coffee over tea? Okay, so I'm going to agree. You know, coffee does give you bad breath. It does give you, um, it does sometimes stain your teeth. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. A lot of the time. Um, but although tea does come in such varieties, I mean, coffee, there's so many different varieties that you can choose from. Um, you know, like lattes, just regular straight up coffee, you know, shots, stuff like that. I'm Not that I'm taking shots of coffee, but... Um, it has a lot of health benefits, I think. I mean, some of them are, like, some of the health benefits of coffee is that it can increase your fiber intake, which I think is really important, in a healthy lifestyle. And then, also, for me personally, I just don't like the taste of tea. It's too bland for me. The flavor, like, coffee is a much stronger and intense flavor, and tea is just something that I feel like the flavor is not as good as coffee. So... Right? I, I mean, I drink tea, and I actually guys brought up a good point. It takes a long time for tea to kick in. Like, I probably start drinking tea in the morning, like, at 9. It doesn't kick in until, like, 10, maybe 11.30. So it does take a much longer period of time for tea to kick in. But I've been, I've been raised to believe that people who drink tea are just superior to those who don't. Could you explain this? Well, I, I think that's a little bit of an opinionative statement. I think, you know... I personally, um, I don't drink tea just because for some reason I feel like tea just makes me a little more tired, a little more slow. And coffee, you know, generally, um, I think as I was saying before, it's it's helpful for more waking you up rather than relaxing you. Um, 
at the end of the day. What's the effect of decaf coffee? I've never understood that. I think, so basically decaf coffee is when it doesn't have any caffeine, so it won't have the same kind of effect of coffee that wakes you up immediately, but it still has the same sugars and things like that in coffee, so you can still kind of get um, woken up by the coffee, but it's just from a different source and it's still... Yeah, it's being like So I think I think where decaf coffee comes into play is that a lot of people in society, even in our high school, um have become really addicted to caffeine and coffee. And I think decaf sometimes is something is an alternative to coffee that people turn to because you know, they don't they don't want to become too addicted to this caffeine that's in the coffee. You know, it's very strong. Um and you can become addicted super fast. And I think a lot of people turn to decaf because it kind of gives you the same little bit of an energy jolt, but it's not so much, I don't know, damaging on your body in the way that caffeine and coffee is. And it's also if you enjoy the flavor of coffee just by itself, but yet don't want to feel the effects the effects of caffeine, that's, I think, why people drink coffee is to just enjoy the taste of it. Yeah, And yeah. The, same go, the same goes for tea also, decaf tea. And do you think the effect of, do you think over-dependency on coffee and tea is a problem? And, like, do you see it in, like, in, in, especially in high school? Like, do you think there's some people who just, like, who depend so much on coffee that it could be, like, is there anyone that you're worried about? I mean, I definitely think that being addicted to caffeine is an issue. Um, and I think it's a problem in high school, especially just because people are using caffeine um, as a method to help with their studying, um, I know a lot of people who are always carrying their giant cups, uh, cups of coffee from Starbucks um, in the morning and have to leave during the middle of the day because they're so addicted to the caffeine and, um, and tea and coffee. And I think that definitely plays a role in, um, in school today. And I think a lot of people are using it to, because they're using it to study, um, they're staying up later, they're giving themselves... Um, more and more time to do homework, which could be a good and bad thing. I would agree with this point. I think people are using caffeine to substitute sleep. So you can't, for me, I think you can't just drink coffee, caffeine or coffee and replace sleep. You can't just get two, three hours of sleep a night and then have a coffee in the morning or a tea in the morning and mm -hmm. expect to be ready to go. And that's where I think over-dependency comes into play is because when you're getting very limited amounts of sleep, you're going to need more and more coffees throughout the day, and it's just going to be a repeated cycle where, oh, I, you feel like you can not sleep, and then you drink three coffees or whatever a day. Yeah, I think I see that a lot in our school, honestly. Is this a pro Is this like a real problem? Like, have you ever felt like you just like? Is there a point in time where you've like, you've taken a cup of co coffee when you probably shouldn't have, and you, you, like, you don't regret it, but you look back and you're like, you know, maybe I should have slept that extra hour, or maybe I should have, you know, maybe I should have woken up a little bit later so that I didn't have to be on coffee. Is there any kind of? Has that ever happened to you guys? So essentially, I had a really large Euro test that I was studying for, and I was like, Those are hard, I was like, I need <laughs> I've been, to. I've been told. And it was just after I came back from a week out of school, so I was like, oh, I need to stay up late to study for this test. So I drank three coffees at nine thirty p.m. Oh wow! Which was, I, I would have to say, not the smartest choice. I would I'm not. not <laughs> again, I really wouldn't recommend that to anybody because that night. I finished all my work and all my studying at, like, 1.30, so I was like, oh, I can get to sleep now. No, no, I had three coffees, like I fell asleep at 3.30. Oh, I was like, geez. so that's kind of um, something that I regretted 
because I felt that I needed the coffee to, uh, I wasn't going to be awake if I didn't drink the coffee because I had stayed up the night before doing homework and other things. And so I needed the coffee, but then at the same time, it did not. Staying up until three in the morning. Yeah. And so the next day in school, I was just not functioning at all properly. So is the risk, not the risk, is the, is the trade-off worth it? Is it worth it to stay up the night before? And then not function the next day? Or, like, are you just in a cycle of coffee to stay up and then coffee to function, then coffee to stay up, then coffee to function? Yeah, so I think people use caffeine in different ways. Um, So I personally, I'll have, like, a latte or a cup of coffee at night, also similar to Grace, um, to finish some of my homework if I'm really tired or I just had a long day. Um, But that's, like, a short-term solution. It's, like, a one-time thing. I'm not, like, having coffee, you know, like, the next morning and then the next night. It's, like, a short-term thing that will help me get through that day, um, that test, whatever it is. Um, But I'm not in a constant cycle, you know. And then I know some people who, even if they don't need this caffeine to study, they're still addicted to this, to their need for caffeine every day. And so they'll have a coffee in the morning. They'll have a coffee with lunch. They'll have a coffee with dinner. And just that does become a cycle. Yeah, I think I've tried to become aware of how much caffeine I'm taking in because I don't want to become dependent on it as a source of, you know, just something I need to constantly stay awake. Um, so we were wondering, um, just in the topic of caffeine and coffee, um, Gil, what your favorite type of caffeinated drink might be. Um I don't have a favorite coffee because I don't drink coffee and I don't I don't drink decaf. I think it's the smell that really gets me and I don't want to deal with that. But every once in a while, and this is, I mean, this is rarely midterm times and final times, I do grab myself a Red Bull. It's very rare. It's a caffeinated <laughs> drink. I use that as, it's, it's my cheat during finals and midterms. But in terms of coffee, I think, um, what is it? It's black tea is my favorite. And... I, I can handle green tea, but I like black tea. But um, the way I have black tea, I have it with milk. So it's not as strong and does, you know, because black tea can be very, like, overwhelming. Like, you know, when I have it, sometimes I have it without milk and it's just, it's too much to handle. But um, I, I, I do recommend black tea, first of all. That's my favorite. I recommend it with, with milk or cream. Just soften it a little bit. Yeah, that's my take. What about you guys? Um, I would have to say this is going to sound a little bit basic, but I always get Dunkin' coffee, just like a regular iced coffee with like sugar and stuff and milk in it. And that's my favorite to, cause it's not super strong. Like I've never been able to drink black coffee, just straight black coffee. I find that taste not good at all and kind of disgusting. And also, yeah, I just mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, so I gotta say, I do sometimes drink tea. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I do drink tea sometimes. Pass on peppermint tea. Peppermint tea is one of my. I don't drink it to when to come to school, but every when it gets cold in the winter, peppermint teas. I recommend. It's quite, it's quite, uh, quite a good taste. I definitely do drink tea more in the winter, but I'd say my favorite caffeine to drink overall is I've recently been introduced to the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, <laughs> it is the best. I don't want to be too basic either. This is, this is everything you hate to see. Everything you hate to hear. But but it is the best drink ever, I think. Um, You know, the flavor is just great. Um, Spiced pumpkin? What's what's the the ingredient? It's like nutmeg and cinnamon. It's a a nice fall drink. 
Yeah. But I mean, peppermint tea, that just reminds me of being sick. I drink tea when I'm sick, and it, that helps me feel better. So I don't know. It's it's something nice... that I have to get over the flavor, but I just drink it when I'm sick, you know? That's, I mean, that's it. If, if you need a pick-me-up when you're sick, tea is always... It, I guess what you're saying is that tea is perfect, right? Is that... Um... When I don't you're think... sick, when you're tired, it's cold. Tea seems to be the right. And again, my opinion is very biased on tea for for certain reasons, but it seems like we're saying tea is better than coffee, maybe. So I think tea is really used personally more for me when I'm sick um, and when I'm not feeling as good, just because it does have a lot of these like antioxidant um, things in it that'll help um, build up your immune system and boost it a little bit when you're sick. Whereas coffee is more something. That people are dependent on when they have, like, a large workload to do. And overall, I can't say that tea is perfect, and I cannot say that tea is better than I coffee. <laughs> I just don't agree with you there. It's just the flavor every time. That's just what gets me. I have not... Everyone says they ha- you have to find the right tea for you. I just... That's true. You do I, so many... The, the, the tea market, to be quite honest, very saturated. It's a very saturated market. And the way you have to do you have to take your time. You can't read online reviews. You just got to go out there and buy, like, five different flavors and just sit down in one afternoon and just drink them all and just try and, and see what you get. I've tried. I really have. I've tried a whole variety of tea, and I just can't say that there's a flavor that I enjoy. Maybe one day you'll find it. One day you'll find the right one. That's You'll find the right one in terms of tea. So that would be, I don't know, that's interesting. Tea or coffee? I think that's something that I will be struggling with for a very long time. It's a very heated debate, and, you know, I think there's pros and cons to both drinks. Um, I just personally would choose coffee. Now, here, I I have a question. If you could choose one drink, this actually could be a very easy question for you guys. One drink for the rest of your life, what is it? Anything. Could be tea, coffee, could be any drink. Okay, this is a little bit sad, but water. (laughs) Well, it can't be water, because you have, obviously, you have access to water. Okay, um... Personally, I really like, okay, I know I just said I don't like regular tea, but I love iced tea. Yeah, I don't like, like, hot tea and stuff like that. It's not really, it's just, like, really... It's a a little bit of a different flavor. Yeah, it's, like, way different, and it's way more sugary than... The sugar gets me with iced tea. You know, I gotta say, even though we've been talking about caffeinated drinks a lot, I think the one drink that I would choose would probably be a nice strawberry banana smoothie. And, you know, I mean, I drink them every day before school. And, you know, that, instead of coffee, just really, really boosts my mood and helps me. So you get me. the same effect from a smoothie that, that you would from a coffee. I don't know. It's, right. One is healthier, too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the exact same effect. Like, it doesn't have that drug in it, but, I mean. The, the addictive. The addictive the, drug. But, yeah. I mean, it, it does a good job. That works. All right. Yeah. So, thank you for tuning in on our um, heated debate between coffee and tea um we have some great content coming up for you guys soon in addition to a brand new restaurant of the day next week um i'm your host lyle eisenberg and i'm grace kane please be sure to check us out on some pretty huge platforms like apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify or iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. we are essentially famous now if you can tell from all the things all the platforms that we are on um thank you very much for, th- for listening and check us out next time